Joe. Yeah. There was a show uh-huh. called Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It sounds vaguely familiar. It was about three characters mm-hmm. uh, that were vaguely... I'm not sure how they got started. They were born in a lab. Okay. None of this matters, by the Are, way, for the show. Do they have abs? At all. No. One is a, one is a giant... Bo- cool guy, can you do me a favor and Google Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. You'll see these characters. One is a giant uh, thing of fries. Okay. One is a milkshake. Uh-huh. And one is a meatball. Meat wad. They were born in labs, not in a kitchen. No, they were not born in labs. They did, I mean, they were born in labs. They do not have abs. This is what they look like. Now, okay. you would say to yourself, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That sounds like a superhero show. Yeah. You would be incorrect. They okay. are They are billed as a superhero show. They do nothing superhero-ish. Shake is an asshole. Frylock is kind of the dad of the group. And Meat Wad is basically the child. Got it. Who may or may not be in like a little crazy. Like they're all a little crazy. Okay. It is the most inappropriate show. Okay. Uh, it is fucking in my in my opinion genius, and the humor is so off the wall, strange, uh-huh. and quasi offensive. Okay. That it's you could understand how it never hit the mainstream Joey audience. Yeah. You know, I it just didn't hit don't... the Grease Two loving audience. It didn't hit the mom. <laughs> but but here's the deal. One of the side characters, two of the side characters in uh-huh. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yes. Are the Moon Knights. Okay. Now, Cool Greg, please try the best you can. Google Moon Knights, just right after that. Moon Knights. Yeah, it's something like that. There you go. There they are right there. Okay. These are what the Moon Knights are. Okay. They are two-dimensional beings that live on the moon, and they're assholes. Okay. And every time they interact with the Aqua Teen, they are just dickheads to them. Okay. That is the power of that, that, that fun clip that we played right before the show. Uh-huh. Man. Years of watching that fun clip. Had no idea what it was. We are the Moon I'm very glad that Cool Greg also had no idea what it was. Because this sounds like something that Cool Greg would probably watch. So there's the big Moon Knight who sounds like this. And then there's his little friend who sounds like, yeah. So click on that one that says, I hope you can see this. Because I'm doing it as hard as I can. Down right there. That's a classic Moon Knight burn. Okay. They're they're screwing with the Aqua Teen. And he flips Uh him off. And he goes, I hope you can see this. Because I'm doing it as hard as I can. That is the kind of and humor the that you're missing. little one is missing. like his little like hype man. Yes, yeah, he's just he's just there. Okay, I feel. Hence the vertical leap. He's talking about they live on the moon, mm-hmm. so we're better than you because our vertical leap is better because mm-hmm. the moon has one sixth gravity of the Earth. Got it, man. Aqua Teen has given me some of the hardest laughs of my life that I really? can't share anymore because all of that humor is outlawed. It's been mm-hmm. banned by by society. By social order, we are not allowed to laugh at most. How of the long stuff ago anymore. was the show? You can't on. laugh at a banana-sized dog potentially sexually assaulting a male. You can't do it. You can't laugh at that anymore. Google Carl after this, <laughs> and then Google banana banana hammock. I think what's his name? Banana. People in the chat will let me know. How? So this was on from 2000 to 2016. Yeah, uh, ham banana. That's what it is. Hand banana is the yeah you got it right there so you click on that picture right there so uh, this this particular storyline uh, Carl doesn't is like the weird banana Car- dog Carl no Carl's the guy that's bald okay. with the chain Carl yeah my, my name is Carl this is what I sound like hey what are you doing uh, he made this dog uh-huh. because in a uh, lab so no what happened was they made hand banana was made in a lab hand banana is a sweet beautiful dog that uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force thinks is beautiful but he's actually a sexual predator and he keeps basically uh, molesting Carl, but nobody believes him because Carl's a big guy and Hamban is just this little tiny adorable dog that keeps licking himself. Uh-huh. So Carl makes this other dog 
who wants to be called Spaghetti, who's up there that looks kind of like Carl right there, right down there. The yeah, cage. that one. That's the one. And then that dog also likes to attack Carl. So they both take turns on Carl. That's how horrible this show was. Man, I had no idea what I was getting into when I, when the, just a simple question was asked this morning while the intros are rolling. Now, I tell you what, that's how we roll. Aqua Teen Hunger Force was disturbing. But it might have been the most brilliant thing ever written. But it might have also been, like, they j- it just can't exist anymore. Someone said they edited Aqua Teen. Who said that? Say that again in the chat. I dare you. I used so to edit. Night Slab. I see. want to Nick. watch Nick watch Aqua Teen Hunger mm. Force. <laughs> Nick Gibbons says I used to edit Aqua Teen. No way, man. That's, uh, that's fucking hilarious. I bet that was a fun process. Famously, you'll remember this. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't live up here at the time. In order to uh, promote the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, mm-hmm. they went around and they put Moon Knight. Uh, cool, Greg. Yeah. Type in Moon Knight Light Brights. Oh, that's dope. Now... The people, um, yeah, light bright, there you go. There it is, right there, boom. Now, the people who, uh, in order to promote the show, mm-hmm. they went around to all, a bunch of major cities, like Chicago, mm-hmm. I, think San, I think San Francisco had a couple, maybe New York, and they just randomly put these places and mm-hmm. didn't tell anyone. Hey, let's do it. And they got, and this was like, I want to say maybe around the time of like maybe one or two years after September 11th when leaving random things in place. Now, granted, that, this would be a pretty bold thing for a group to do of, like, put this up. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, long story short, I'm not going to go that, but I don't want to get on an FBI watch list right now. Yeah, but they yeah. put a bunch of these up. They got in trouble. And then people who were fans of the show, obviously, these were Moon Knights. They were like, oh, my but God, everybody we need else this. had no idea what it was. I went around. People were, like, going around trying to steal them. And they were, Ooh. like, getting hurt because they were, like, put up Super on, like, high. light poles and shit. So they had to get up there and climb. Big, big, big news story. And then these two guys, see the, see the guy with the lawyer and the guy with the weird hair? Yeah. Click on that picture. In the cool yeah, right there. Uh, I'm pretty sure these are the two guys that were responsible for putting them up. I don't know if they're the creators of the show or not, but they did a press conference. And when people in the press were asking them real questions, like, hey, did you consider at any point that this might be a public health or public safety issue? Mm-hmm. They said, we will only answer questions about our haircuts. These are the sick fuckers that make me laugh, I, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. I feel like the fact that they had a press conference about this kind of like sets a specific tone. They got arrested. Oh, oh yeah, God. no, they got arrested. Sorry, I, I skipped that point. They got arrested for vandalism I just and like leaving meant, and like littering this, and shit. This thing happened, and they decided to have a press conference. Was it? With their oh, own maybe answer. it must have been okay. So it was like six years after September 11th. So I'm totally fucking off. But wow. Mr. Yasmin 300 says, can we send Nick to a shrink? If you can afford it, I'll go. But I don't think it's going to do much help. Much good. Listen, if you're oh a fan God. of Aqua Teen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You, it, was, it was a different time, man. It was a different time. You but don't you know, think they could bring it back? Uh, I just, I mean, yeah, I think they could. But even when it was on, people were like, what the fuck is this? Like, I tried to get my brother to watch is it. He was like, like some Adult Swim? Was it yeah, like it's adult? 100% okay. Adult Swim. Yeah. I, was, I think I said Comedy Central, but I'm pretty sure. Well, that is Adult Swim, right? Adult Swim's on Comedy Central, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was this was Comedy Central, like late night. Adult Swim's on Cartoon Network. Cartoon oh, Network, same. So it, I think it is Adult Swim. Look, look that up, cool, Greg. Oh, yeah, definitely, Just, it's definitely Adult Swim. Adult Swim, yeah. Oh, so. I didn't know about it's the uh, theme song, because it's a rap. Let me see if I can remember the theme song. Shake Sula, the Mike I am Shake Sula, the Mike Ria. Me, why? <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's so impossibly weird and good. There's a robot Terminator turkey that comes back from the future. Wait, really? You gotta watch this show. I think you'll actually like it. 
So, but it's, so here's the thing. It's only like 10 minute episodes. Okay. They would, they would show like two within the span of like a 30 minute yeah, block yeah. of television. And they were, nothing ever happens. They don't ever actually can, like stop a mystery or stop a bad guy or anything. They're just. Are they supposed to be superheroes? Kind of. I don't know. Or like anti-heroes? I don't know. And you never really get that really okay. answered. They're kind of born to be a superhero team, but they're just completely dysfunctional. And shake as a con artist. See, let's say, say, Aquaman Universe, known by uh, various alternatives, an American adult uh, animation television created, but it was created as a spin-off series from Space Goes Coast to Coast. The unannounced pilot episode aired on Cartoon Network on uh, December thirtieth. What is the? What is the? Click on the premise number one. Premise. There you go. The series contains uh, centers on the surreal adventures and antics of three anamorphic, anthropomorphic fast food items: Master Shake, yada yada yada. Uh, the protagonists also interact with various villains. Yeah, I mean, they interact with villains, but they're all just completely idiots. They're all dumb and, and dysfunctional. And then the Moon Knights are there, and the Moon Knights are the best characters ever written, ever. Really? Yeah. At one point, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm going to spoil a huge moment for you. And okay. this is something that I laughed at. That's totally at. fine, because realistically, I'm never going to laugh This was it. something that I laughed at probably more than I've laughed at anything in my entire life. Okay. They have a roll call. They get, they get a bunch of bad guys on the moon. Mm-hmm. To take care of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And they have a roll call. And the lead Moon and I guy goes, Well, you know what? We're gonna watch the clip. I'm gonna find it for you. Why don't you why don't you intro the show real quick and I'm uh, gonna find this clip for you? I'll intro the show. Get it. Welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show, where each and every weekday we'll be here sitting talking about relevant shows from the early 2000s. I'm Joey Noel. This is my co-host, What's Nick up? Scarpino. How you doing? Uh, while he's looking up all of this fun stuff, I can tell you that you can watch this show every day live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you can't watch because you have things to do at that time, you can catch us on youtube.com slash kindoffunny uh, later in the afternoon or on podcast services around the world. Cool, Greg. I put a YouTube clip at the top of the housekeeping. In fact, let's go into housekeeping right now so we can just start the show. How about that? Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is Well, if we get claimed for this, how fucking dare you, Adult Swim? Because I'm trying to bring this show back, but this is the roll call. Crank this up. This is hilarious. This made me laugh more than anything. To celebrate the bruising of the Aqua Teen's asses. Now that's the reason for the season. Now, roll call. Prepare to Hold on, pause it. This is shitty. Pause it. I gotta go. I'm gonna find you a better clip. Okay. This is terrible. Because I want, I want to watch this, and you know, you want, you want a, the best of the best. I want the best of the best. Um, okay, this is a better clip, I think. Hold on, let's try this. That was quick. Well, I mean, you know, it's this eight-year-old show. So try this one, cool, Greg. And let's see what let's see what happens here. <coughs> I wonder how many people have tuned out already on this. Like, how many uh, viewers do you think we lost already on this podcast? I get, I bet we gained know. a couple though, because there's a couple hardcore fans out there. Make sure, yeah. the, make sure volumes up on this bad motherfucker. There you go. There you go. Please don't claim us. Go for it. All right, fine. F- it. Yeah, f- it. Just say here, and let's consider the word here to be short for here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine, you got me with that clip. Come fine, on, dude. That, that, that's what I'm talking about. You know? All right, fine. Just say here, and we will consider the word here to mean here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
my god, this is the kind of shenanigans. This is the kind of stuff that I used to just watch. Yeah, I would, I would just get Del Taco and watch this all night. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is a kind of funny morning show brought to you, of course, by Frank's Red Hot and RX Bar. We're gonna get to those reads in just a little bit. But uh, top on the housekeeping, unfortunately, uh, segueing into something that's slightly more bad news. Uh, there was a giant earthquake in Japan, and therefore we will not be doing the Nintendo Direct out of uh, courtesy for everyone that's dealing with this in Japan. Nintendo is postponing that. We are, therefore, not going to watch it. Obviously, not going to react to anything like that, so we'll keep you guys uh, there. But this was a magnitude 6.7 earthquake, and that is big. Yeah. And this is scary as shit. So uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone in Japan. All the best friends in Japan right now are in the surrounding areas that were affected by this. Please be safe, and hopefully uh, everyone's okay. I Jesus happen to know Christ, like look at this. a it's bunch insane. of people that are in Japan right now. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Um, well, Tim's going to Japan in like two weeks. Yeah. Alana's there with like Blaine, with Blaine and Rooster yeah. Two people, and they're fine. Um, I have like a couple other friends that are there right now. It's just like, what are thoughts? Wild. Yeah. Uh, well, it sucks. But there you go. Uh, what is this? Oh, we're doing. Are we doing a stream at two p.m. today? So Tell at two o'clock today, uh, Madden is doing a memorial slash tribute slash fundraising stream um, in honor of the two Madden players uh, that were killed at that uh, tournament in Florida. Um, so that is going to be taking place at two o'clock. Pacific time, we can say that Greg's there. Greg and is there. Uh, are we rehosting that? Are we yeah. streaming that? So we'll, so we'll be, be restreaming that. So just tune back in here. here. 2 p.m. PT. I think it's still 3 30. Um, so we'll be, I'll be in the chat. Cool. I'm watching it here. Yeah, we'll be around. Uh, and you better be too. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to spot someone out right here. Listen here, Lexi Gunner. You're here every day. You coming back at two? Got my eyes looking out for you. We'll be looking for you in the chat. Uh, next up, Spider-Man in review is happening. Just a quick reminder, uh, that dropped today at 9. I should put the, the different link in there. Spider-Man 2 is out right now, right? Yes. Uh, 9 a.m. Thursdays, and the next week we're rounding out the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Thank God for that with Spider-Man 3. And if they these are just getting worse. So, what happened was they peaked with two and then just dropped. Yeah. I don't always watch these because yeah. they're really long and sometimes I don't have time. Joe, to you're watch not you're really not selling these for the audience who's watching this show right now. But of course, they tune in the they tune into this show every That's Lexi true. got us here every day. This is true. To watch me talk about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. This is true. I'm saying that I watched the Spider-Man 2 one yesterday. Yeah. You and Greg had a really good bit about hypothetical situations. What do we say? Uh, in one alternate uh, universe, there's a world where Jen can't breathe, and the other alternate universe you gave Greg to pick from is a world where Portillo works correctly, like he's not <laughs> broken and not super weird. I was dying as yeah. I was listening to it. It was very yeah. funny. You, you think I go too episode. hard with a Portillo talk? No, I because think Because I really do think funny. at this point they should put that dog out of its misery. No, he's not... He's not that bad. He's Jen, not, Jen literally he tweeted suffer. today that ah, huh. Jen literally tweeted today that she is painfully aware of every time the dog is about to throw up, so she yeah. can pick him up and put him in a place where he's allowed to throw up. That dog throws up on the reg. He is a he broken, never throws up when I'm there. I'll put it this way: that dog is the equivalent to our computer over there. Where most of the time it works, but sometimes it just malfunctions so badly that you want to take it and just throw it off a cliff. Like That's you want to, so you want to, you want to. This is Sparta. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not right. Throw it off. Uh, yeah. Throw like, it off with the rest of the malfunctioning dogs. Uh, last time I was there, so we went. I walked him outside. Normally we go out the door and we go to the right and we walk. The, uh, there was like a bunch of people standing mm-hmm. to the left, and they had they were like eating something and had dropped a bunch of like crumbs. Yeah. 
So Portillo like found one and then was like decided that that's where he wanted to live now. So within like the span of an hour and a half, he like forced me to take him out twice. And I was like, or no, four times. I was like, Portillo, do you really need to go outside? I wasn't going to like chance it that. Yeah, because he will pee himself. Yeah. The thing is, he's figured he's not a smart being. But he's figured he's it out. He's relatively dumb. But he has figured out that all he has to do is occasionally wet wherever he's standing. Mm-hmm. And he can get outside whenever he wants. Yeah. If he threatens like throwing up or pooping or yeah. having a seizure or whatever, you will do whatever it takes a thousand to keep that from happening. And so, yes, he can get out. Like a lot of people think, is he stupid or is he a super genius? Because a super genius is like, I will have everyone else do the stuff for me. And just like, if, I'll be honest, if people could just pick me up and carry me places <laughs> and put me down and I could just poop wherever I wanted to, that's what I look forward to in life. <laughs> like I look forward to old age because of that. Yeah. Because old people have hit that point where we all go, like, you know, they say the sign of a society, like how great a society is, is how they treat their prisoners and old people. Mm-hmm. Well, we treat our old people pretty well, and that means we're a great society. I look forward to taking advantage of that. I don't know at what point you cross over where it's, it's actually allowed that you can just poop yourself and other people have to clean it up. But, man, when that day comes, you're all going to know about it. Follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Scarpino right now. You'll still be lucid enough to tweet. Oh, my God. 20, 30 years from now, I'll be like, I pooped my, it finally happened. I pooped <laughs> my pants and someone else had to clean it up. And I go, and you know what I'm going to say? Hmm. I'm going to pull a Joe Dirt and go, ew, I got the poo on me. That's right. An Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, and a Joe Dirt reference. What a and it's time. not even 1120 yet. What a time We're still on housekeeping. Uh, real quick, we'll go through these next two. Cool, Greg, bring, this, uh, bring that image up, uh, the Spider-Man cover. This, yeah, that one, that one, right? Yeah, either one. Go to kindoffunny.com slash, uh, excuse me, patreon.com slash kindoffunny. We are selling an art print of this amazing, one-of-a-kind, exclusive uh, Panda Musk shirtless Spider-Man hanging out with his friend Spider-Man. Uh, this is at the fan mail tier. We will be, uh, that's what the fan mail tier is. We're not selling it. We're giving it away at the fan mail tier. It's For all you perk. fucking narcs out there who are like, well, you know what? Let's not ask questions nobody wants the answers to. If you want to support us, of course, last month, famously, uh, we sold out of headshots of me. Uh, the There's champ. so many. They're supposed There's, to be delivered today. That might have been that them. That might have the been door. them right there. I'm going to sign them all. I'm going to send them to you guys. We're going to get them out. And I'm going to tell you right now, you better call. You better have the fire department in your local town on high alert. Because when these things come, they're coming with this, the, the steam of a thousand steam rooms. What a statement. Also, if you bought one of those headshots, you should check your email because I sent you a form to fill out yeah. so we know who to make these out. Yeah. Like the little It'd be, you Just take the guesswork out of it so I can just copy and paste. Uh, over, of course, to celebrate Spider-Man coming out on the PS4 and to celebrate uh, the, the iconic phenomenon that has happened across pop culture that is Shirtless Spider-Man, we are uh, also selling one of these covers. They'll be signed by uh, Shirtless Spider-Man's uh, photographer. photographer, who's Greg Miller. Uh, she'll get a signed copy of a PS4 uh, cover. That you guys can slide into a sleeve. I think actually we're good in the sleeve also, right? No. No, just the cover signs. Just the cover. You guys slide it. You got to. You got to get your own thing. Uh, but this is fun. Of course, it features some. Uh, uh, it features some art by kind of funny best friend and comic book artist Andrew Lima Aru, as well as Panda Musk, and just a photo of Shirtless Spider Man with back hair. So it's fun because that. You gotta one, get some of Greg's artwork on there. You know. His, well, Greg's photography. Exactly. Yeah, it makes I mean. sense. There's three people who are the Peter Parker to Shirtless Spider Man: Greg Miller, Panda Musk, and Andrew Lima Aru. Yeah. So it makes sense that we have an amazingly, like, beautifully drawn picture, another beautifully drawn picture, and then just as an iPhone X <laughs> I picture mean, of, of shirtless Spider-Man. Greg does a lot of good things with his iPhone X, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. We can't hate on it. Mm. Also, this was done by the one and only Andy Cortez. I think he did a really great job. He did do a great job. He's super, uh, he's, he's very talented. Yeah, he's but too don't talented tell him. sometimes. 
shoot, something happened. Oh, uh, these past couple nights, Andy's been playing Destiny. Okay. On his Twitch stream, and I popped into his stream the other day. And I was like, I can't wait till for you to come to work tomorrow, so Nick can do his nerd impression, and make fun of you for playing Destiny. And then he started laughing. He's like, "Jokes on you! I'm not actually coming in tomorrow." Yeah, it doesn't matter, Andy, because you'll come in eventually, and Joey will remind me, and yeah. I will go. His name is Kane. Ooh. Oh my God! If I see that fucking commercial one more time, <laughs> this is Kane we're talking, or Kane we're talking about here. He's yeah. not like anyone else. He's super cool. I'm like, what fucking generic <laughs> shit is this? Mm-hmm. We gotta go take this guy down because he's. I'm like, oh my God! Star Wars did it already. It's just Star Wars and Halo. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go on the. What do you get? What do you get for the raid? Someone come to your I house and they give I you don't money. Play Destiny, I don't know. They give you money for the raid. Is that no. what you get? I can guarantee they don't give you money. I mean, you don't get like real money. You might get in-game currency, some sort of bartering object. I don't know. Maybe some weapons, maybe some cool skins, armor, backbling. I'm gonna see plus plus Destiny three. Pretty much. No, you're not. You know what? You're not allowed to comment on this because the Destiny phenomenon. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. With Destiny? No more Destiny in this house. Did, were you ever not I'm okay done with, with there Destiny? being no more Destiny in this house. That's fine by me. Destiny broke my heart. Destiny hurt me. Why? Because it's not a good game? Uh, because Destiny was a game I was very interested in, and then it turned out to be a fine shooter to play for 10 hours, and then people just kept playing it and telling themselves it was good. No, what's funny is people didn't. I have a lot of friends who are like, I don't really like this game that much, but I'm still playing it. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you do it? I know. It's like, why the universe... Well, I gotta, get the go- I gotta get the new golden skins. Exactly. In the why? What does it do? Good it makes you, it makes you fly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just, cool, though. But you don't go, like the game. Dagger says we do it for the loot. What? It's what does not, it, what does it get you? There's plenty loot. Play good games with loot. They exist. What would you recommend as a good game with loot? Oh, I don't know. How about Fortnite? Also true. But you also kind of have to pay for a significant Yeah, but the stuff it. you get is just all, when you, that you pay for is all just superficial. It doesn't actually affect your gameplay at all. This is true. That's why it's great. But it's, it's so cool because I have this really cool red dinosaur suit and they're making uh, a Funko Pop out of it. I don't I'm know. Very but then everyone makes fun of you because I have my suit's old now. And everyone's like, oh, are you still rocking that suit? Well, you didn't, have a, you didn't have any skins for a long time, and that's why we made fun yeah, of Yeah, but then people made fun of me, though. oh, that's a clear sign that you suck. And I'm like, well, that and the fact that everyone fucking kills me all the time, pretty clear sign to everyone that's coming up against me that I'm a noob, yeah. is that I shoot at them and then they kill me. Yeah. So that also, I'm just saying, also a strong indicator that I'm terrible at the game is that I'm bad at the game. Yeah. Not just that I don't, I didn't buy a $60 skin. They're not $60. Dude, I spent like 30 bucks, and because I, I was like, oh, I got to get the, the suit. Mm-hmm. And the backpack, and the parachute, and the freaking. You don't frickin- have to get. You could just get the skin. No one cares. Joey, oh, the pickaxes are really cool. Joey. I have the dinosaur pickaxe, and then I also have the rainbow one that spark. Or the mine sounds like a lightsaber really cool. when I when I throw it out, and it makes me think of the better days when Star Wars was still good. Oh, that's another. That's another. That's another topic for another we day. Can't, it's Thursday. Well, we can't I don't know it. if I want to get into. I tr- <laughs> so here's the thing. I asked for uh, on. I think it was on Gog. Mm-hmm. And this is a legitimate thing. I'm actually not trying to stir shit in the comments so everyone be civil to each other. Not so much in the chat because you guys are all homies. But I'm talking when this hits YouTube and everyone wants to get in a fight. I want, legitimately, I would like someone to give me recommendations. Mm-hmm. People did and I totally forgot. For good video essays of why The Last Jedi is a good movie. Why okay. they liked The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I want to hear people's opinions. And I don't want... Do you want a video the, essay or do you want a, dis- like a conversation? 
We can I pull, we someone, can pull no, a Barrett no, no, Courtney no, no. in here. Bring, no, me, no, no. bring me on this show, Nick. We'll have a talk about it. I like that movie. And no, I no, think no, you no. and I could have a civil discourse. I'm sure we virtues. can. I'm sure we can. But I want someone to say, give me like the 10 reasons why they liked it without. So here's the problem. I start watching these. Mm-hmm. And every single one that I watched last night, I watched three of them. They're all, it starts positive, And uh-huh. then they can't help but dip into the negative. And by the way, this happens on both sides because I've watched a bunch of reviews of why The Last Jedi sucks and it's so easy to bash the other side. I want one that doesn't bash people who dislike the movie and call them fanboys or, you know, fat bearded white dudes or any of that. I want an actual, like, positive review of this movie and why people liked it. I I can summarize that very well for you. We had a developer visit... uh, Gamescast a few weeks yeah. ago. I've forgotten his name Movies right with now. Mikey, that's what it is. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to Sorry. I'm going to subscribe to this guy's channel right now. No, we had this dev pop onto Gamescast, and he said something really profound about game design. He said, the games that you remember are not the games that did a lot of things good. They're the games that did a couple of things great. People are willing to forgive a lot of things about a video game if it does a couple of things that really just absolutely hooked them. The Last Jedi, I believe, succeeds on that front. It does two or three things wonderfully, and it does them so well that you end up allowing a lot of the rest of the movie to slide. And I think that's really what happens there, which is a very common condition in movies. When you think about, uh, about beloved films, uh, a lot of them are intrinsically flawed. But well, we every movie is flawed. Right, but you we said, don't like, care when they thing. do a few things great. It's very easy to go back and watch literally any movie and pick it apart. It is a movie. It is a piece of narrative, fictional narrative content. Like, yeah. Uh, spoilers, there are things in The Dark Knight that I could pick apart. I, oh, could, yeah. I could easily review The Dark Knight and say this is a bad movie. Right. It is and some people all did. subjective. And some people did. Some people did. And I could see their perspective on it because there's a lot of things that happen in that movie that are like, what the literal fuck? Mm-hmm. What the literal fuck is happening right now? Why is Batman in this movie? Having said that, I still think it's the best of the trilogy. But, but I'm not talking about a couple of great moments. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, because all movies have a couple of great moments. There are very few movies that have no great moments. I'm talking about persistently accomplishing two or three thematically strong and compelling storytelling arcs mm-hmm. throughout the course of the movie that allow us to kind of forget that the rest happened. When you walk out of there, you go, oh, yeah, that was real good. See, I can't, I don't know. For me, I think that's where it boils down to is like there, there needs to be that. There needs to be a better balance than two things make a movie good. Oh, it reminds me of Return of the Jedi in that and that's regard. The, I, mean, I mean, it's it's a lot like Jedi. All it's, kidding aside for me, I've I've reached a point with it where I realize that this is just a different a type of experience that, that some people want and some people don't want when it comes to The Last Jedi. Some people like the fact that it breaks a lot of conventions and is a movie where a lot of things don't work right. I'm not going to get into that. So I'm, I'm trying to educate myself on why people like it and not the lament on the dark side of like, hey, this ruined my childhood. So I'm going down that. I'm trying to go down a positive rabbit hole with this. I'm glad with that. We'll see what happens. I'm going to do movies with Mikey. If there's more in, let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you've got, and again, I'm not looking for people to be like, this movie sucks, this movie's good. I just want people to share a positive point of reference for why you liked this movie with me without hopefully bashing people who dislike this movie. That's what I'm looking for. The junior just said, how did it ruin your childhood? Yeesh. Well, to be fair, Twinkies and, and regular soda ruined my childhood. Uh, I was joking about a movie ruining my childhood. No movie can ruin my childhood except for the Transformers movies. Those are abysmal garbage. Really? And the G.I. Joe movies. Not even the first one? Listen, as a child I grew up, okay, and I was taught that there were two universal truths in this planet, on this planet. G.I. Joe, fight for, they fight for what's right. They mm-hmm. fight for America. They fight for what's right. 
Transformers, they're more than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's true. Both of those were made into movies that are just soulless money grabs. One starring Channing Tatum. Fair point. Fair point. What's that you say? Why did he die in the first five seconds? I don't know. The Rock takes over? Weird. We're weird, weird territory here. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the G.I. Joe movies. Even with the allure of Channing Tatum. But now that I know that he dies. I it's, it's hilarious because people, I mean, I'm obviously joking. It's, uh, when you watch the G.I. Joe movies, you're like, it's always hilarious because people are like, well, the show was so great. No, go back and watch the cartoon. It's not good. It's a weird, not good cartoon, clearly made for kids. That's kind of how I feel about Power Rangers of like, oh, it's like. But Power Rangers knew what it was. Like, Power Rangers, you go back and watch it, you're like, okay, this is like. But then they, the producers didn't make Power Rangers and go, this is the cinematic but it's, television masterpiece. They're like, yeah. this is a very low budget. We used we reused half the shots in the Japanese version. Which is funny to see the juxtaposition between the two because there is a very clear difference in quality. Oh my god! Yeah, (laughs) and apparently, like, but that's the thing. Joey just like didn't care. That's the thing. When you go back and you make when they make the Power Rangers movie, oh, which I do secretly love. It was actually pretty good, and they're gonna make another one. Oh no, I I thought you meant like the first one. No, no, no. I mean the one that just came out where it was actually like real production. That one was. It was fine. I didn't, it was, yeah, it was very fine. It's as good as I like need a Power Rangers movie to be. I'm not a huge Power Rangers fan. Oh, I love Power there, was a, there was a Captain Planet story. Uh, you know the guy that did uh, Setup? The Setup? What was that rom-com on yeah, Netflix? Yeah. The Setup. The really good-looking guy. Anyway, he's writing a Captain Planet movie, oh. evidently, which is weird. I never cared about Captain Planet. Nobody did. The Planeteers? The Planeteers, yeah, Captain Planet. Earth. Wind. Fire. Where are all the elements? <laughs> I was like, cool. Also just a 70s band? Well, I was just a thought. Like, let's, let's be perfectly honest. If you have the control of fire and you don't burn someone to death in the first episode, you lost me. There has to be yeah. like a, there's a, you gotta you learn. To you someone. have to figure out what your boundaries are. And that only happens by accidentally burning people. Yeah. Uh, let's see, the Gina just says, did Twinkies ruin it, Nick? Or did it make our childhood existence bearable? I mean, the thing that people have to understand is I lived a hard life, okay? I grew up in the 80s where there was nothing. There was no internet. We didn't have unfettered access to pornography. We had nothing. All I had was sugar cereal and sugar treats. And that sustained me for a very long time, Joe. A very long time. I'm sorry? <laughs> I don't know if I am either. Uh, all right, let's go to the news. The news. The news. The news. This has got to be a record. 11.31, we finally get to the news. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like we say that every day. <laughs> yeah, I guess that really fucking matter. Uh, top on the news bank, uh, rant right now. i got to come up with a different name for that because I keep stealing that from KCRW. Uh, Zombieland 2, to start shooting on January 28th in Atlanta, will face a horde of super zombies. Um, I don't even bother reading the story. I'm just glad they're making another Zombieland. I'm stoked. Why I really not? liked Zombieland 1, and I feel like even with the like zombie fatigue that I feel like I felt through like all the Walking Dead and everything. Uh-huh. This is a different, this is a way more fun take. Oh my God, yes. So the first I'm one's super silly. into it. And I guess they're getting the entire cast back, so that's great. Shout out to Woody Harrelson, man. Woody Harrelson is amazing. Yeah. And went away for Full a very stuff. long time and then came back and is now everywhere. Came and back I punching. I fucking love it. Uh, he was in a movie where he played the teacher. Remember that one? Fuck, he was so good in it. Let's look it up, man. You gotta look it up. Woody? It was, a, it was an indie that was about maybe two years, two, two three years old, old, and it was really good. And he played this teacher that was kind of like the mentor character for this young girl. And he was just no bullshit with her, and it was fucking hilarious. Also, I, I mean, is. you know, kind of. It was called Natural Born Killers. That's what it was. Yeah, that was oh. the one. I'm joking. That was an Oliver Stone movie. Oh, I was like, I've never actually seen that. Yeah, no one has. 
Uh, edge of 17. Yes. He was in Edge of 17 with Haley Steinfeld. Did you ever see that? I did not. It's really good. It's a rated R comedy mm-hmm. coming of age story for her. And it is fucking hilarious and really, really well done. Actually, I think. Who's the. Click on that. Who's We're the, looking who's at the it. older brother in that? Edge of 17. Mr. Bruner. He plays Mr. Bruner. It's hilarious. Haley She's awesome. Steinfeld. She's a superstar. God bless her. Blake Scroll Jenner, down. maybe? Yes. What is he from? Blake, uh, is he in any relation to the other Jenners? Oh, he was in, uh, yeah, he was in uh, the freaking About a Boy movie. About La- a Boy? Uh, that one. Everybody Wants Some. That's what he was in. He was really good in that. All right, uh, bring up the next news story. Cool, Greg. Do they have a release date for that or no? Which one? For. Oh, for the uh, Woody Harrelson one? I uh, it's 2020. Sony has already set the release date for Zombie Land 2 on October 11th, 2019. 2019. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Fantastic. Is we gonna make plans? This to is see the pitch for it. The group will fa- yeah, we're well, not gonna do Go. it. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's okay. do it. Uh, the group will face a new zombie threat as a new breed of zombies have developed. This new super zombie type is faster, bigger, and stronger than the previous strain of zombies and harder to kill. These super zombies have started uh, grouping up into a horde, going from city to city, leaving a path of destruction behind them. This just mm. sounds great. I'm into it. This sounds great. Uh, next up, this comes from the Hollywood Reporter. Fox cuts predator scene with registered sex offender. Uh, so this is how this story goes. Evidently, uh, let's see. Fox recently cut a scene from Shane Black's up and coming The Predator after the studio found out it featured a registered sex offender. In 2010, Stephen Wilder Stragel pleaded guilty to, uh, to risk of injury to a child and enticing a minor by computer after he faced allegations that he attempted to lure a 14-year-old into a sexual relationship. Uh, Stragel served six months in jail. Uh, this was brought to the attention of the studio by Olivia Munn, who was like, hey, this ain't cool. And they were like, yeah, you're right. And I think, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to comment on the story, yeah. but I am going to say an off-color remark because I consider myself a comedian. I is feel like fair you to have say, enough chops Is it fair to say comedian. there's more than one Predator in the Predator movie? I hate that you got me with that. Is it fair to say it's that? A, it's a good one. I don't love that it's a... I don't love anything about this story. No, it's terrible. And they, yeah, they, whatever. They took the guy out. I find it interesting that there's legal limitations that impede studios from running background checks on actors. There are. That's weird. I find that in Because there's not in any other world. Yeah. In corporate so world, they can run a background check on you if you want. Is it something based on, like, uh, unions that they're not allowed? Like, is that I'm like guessing a it's a SAG thing. But I'm also guessing that if they ran background checks, 90% of the actors out there would have some sort of, like, felony or record. You think felony? I mean, like drug charges, people getting arrested. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's got to be a union thing. I do. But find I'm sure that this is. I'm sure this is going to set some level of precedent. For I don't. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's something that we should maybe change. What that they should have background checks. I mean, there's probably a background well, like, checks for everyone that, they that works. Have the ability it's, if they want to. Well, it's very weird because the film industry for a they long want- time was sort of kind of anything goes, wild wild west. Where you're like, oh, we're dealing with artists, so we're gonna kind of skate the line of what is and is not acceptable because there are like artists, quote unquote, live on a different world level, whatever. But we're starting to see that, like, no, 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 they're humans, and if they break the law and treat people horribly, like, there should be the same ramifications for a Johnny Depp as there is for Joe Schmo walking down the street. Yeah. And so you're starting to see that now, where you're starting to see, um, like, like because of the Me Too movement, because uh, a lot of people are saying, hey, it's no longer acceptable that, like, producers like uh, Jerry Bruckheimer or Michael, or, uh, Michael Bay, rather, not Jerry Bruckheimer, 
Uh, can, I was like, oh, I like Jerry Bruckheimer. No, is I don't, he terrible I've never too? Heard story. But Michael Bay famously is like really hard to work with and really abusive toward his actors and things like that. Like there's the story of him with Rosie Whittington Huntley or whatever her name is making her walk back in heels from like miles away and like treating Megan Fox like shit and all this stuff. And you're like, this is not, why is this acceptable? Yeah. You know, like this guy has a lot of power. He makes money for people and I get that. But like that, they should still be held to the same standard that if you made a lot of money for Apple that you'd be held to, right? Like Apple would look at you and be like, well, you're abusive toward people and you're a huge liability. So I don't care how much money you make for us. At a certain point, you're going to cost us more money than than you make for us. Yeah. With lawsuits and bad publicity, we got to cut you loose. And I think you're starting to see Hollywood go from, you know, you've got... But even that wouldn't be something that would show up on a background check that's just like knowledge within an industry, right? Well, I mean, if you were a felon, if you went, if you served six months in jail, you, you could be able to figure out I mean, obviously, like, they, if they'd have done a background check on this guy, they'd yeah. like, this guy's a convicted sex offender. Like, it's probably not that. You probably don't even need to do a background check on him. You just Google his name. Also true, because it's probably open. I guess. Yeah, I mean, sealed. the sex offender registry is open, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you would think to do that. That's the no. thing. Is like, you've got, you're talking about a film where you've got, what, like a thousand people working on this? You can't really background check every single one of them. Or maybe you can. I don't know. That's yeah. what HR departments for. What the hell else do HR departments do? What does our HR department do? Kevin, right now he's on vacation. Exactly, he's on a wedding. <laughs> Who's probably drinking his face off? It's, I don't know, it's 11.30. God, it's 11.38 actually. Um, We're only for but the first shout story. out to Fox for just cutting him and being done with that. Um, yeah, I mean, that, and that's the thing. I think, I think it's good. I think that the idea of you being able to get away with stuff just because you're working on a film and it's like, it's like a creative collaborative medium and, and the rules don't apply, I just don't think that's right. I look at guys like, you know, I might not align with him necessarily politically, but guys like Clint Eastwood, who I'm a huge fan of still, um, who runs his set basically as a nine-to-five job. I respect that. Yeah. You know, you have that, and then you conversely hear about things like the, uh, the people who died of the, on uh, the movie Midnight Run uh, because the director and the producers were being irresponsible and, like, driving their crew. Or, like, you, you always hear the stories of people who had to drive back after an 18-hour day and they fell asleep at the wheel and, like, yeah. drive off the road. That shit's fucking dangerous. There's no reason why that needs to exist. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's all this little chip damage of saying, like, no, we're not really, like, we're not comfortable with working around people that may or may not be of a certain ilk, yeah, so to speak. I don't know. Of course, there is a there is a, an opposite to this of, like, do you deserve to get fired from something for a c- crime you committed 10, 10 to 20 years ago? There's that argument as well, so I'm not going to say it's 100% black and white, but in this regard, like, I don't know. Whatever. That makes a good point of, like... Well, because Shane Black was basically like, people were like, why would you cast this guy? And he's like, look, this guy's a friend of mine who made a big mistake, has paid for that mistake, and now I'm just trying to help him. And so I see that side of it. I do. I'm not condoning what the guy did in any way, shape, or form, but I also see the side of, like, oh, you, okay, so, yeah, you committed a crime. The nature of this crime... Creeps me out, and that's why I'd like not keep this guy away. But if what if we, he had like robbed a convenience store? Is that different? I don't know. It's an interesting con- conversation to have for another day. We're <laughs> that's not gonna a do, whole. We're not going to do it here. That's maybe even another show. Yeah, that's not <laughs> something I care to get into right now. But uh, switching over, you know, skip this one, cool Greg, because I don't. I didn't read I was it. Thinking on. the same thing, Nick. Yeah, let's skip it. Okay, let's I added this. another one, by the way. I Breaking news from Mr. Yasmin in the chat. Fantastic. Uh, this story was posted today all over the place, but of course on The Hollywood Reporter, which I subscribe to uh, via my feed. Congratulations to Kevin Smith. He has hit his post-heart attack goal weight. Uh, he revealed on, uh, on, on this, oh, his onset diet trick, which was, by the way, just to stay away from craft service, which I wholeheartedly agree <laughs> with. Uh, he is at 205 pounds, I believe, which is the lightest he's been, quote, since high school. 
Uh, of course, famously, he hit 330 pounds, I think. He has a couple pictures of that uh, when he was on the set of Zack and Mary Make a Porno, and that was the biggest he ever got. Forgot and about uh, that recently suffered a, uh, a pretty severe heart attack yeah. while he was doing a live show, um, and they had to put a stint in his uh, Widowmaker artery, I believe. Uh, he had to have a bypass. So it's good to see him do this. How did he do it? Great question, Joe. Thanks for being a great co-host. I was just about to ask. Weight Watchers. Really? Yeah. Weight Watchers, which is All great. Those points counting? Well, you know what it, you know what it is? Um, and this is for a lot of people who've asked me, like, how have I lost weight or how do you how to do it? Really what it be, what it breaks down to is it just needs to be a top priority in your life. Yeah. And I think that's what you're seeing here is obviously when you go, when the doctor goes, hey, you almost died. And you probably did die for a little bit, but we brought you back because we that we have the technology now. Yeah. Like that, then be, then you certainly you suddenly start to realize, holy shit, like my health needs to be a huge priority. But what I try to encourage people is like, don't wait until a doctor tells you, you you're to about point. to die. Like it's absurd. You, your your health should be one of your top priorities. Maybe top three. Doesn't have to be like the top one, <laughs> but like it should be. It should be In the upper echelon. Like well, the way I like to describe it is, it should be fighting. For the top slot of your priorities. That's what it, it should be. You know, like your yeah. family, your work, and your health should all be vying for that top spot. And sometimes it slips, but you got to get it back. That's all I'm saying. And it looks like that's what he's done here. He made it a priority. And fucking look at him. He looks great. Geopan94 says, no, not that person. No, DH Canada says, Kevin Smith, cross kind of funny part two should happen. Oh, God, I want to. Everyone tweet at, at, at uh, Kevin Smith and send him some sweet, nasty love from our community. Ooh. Tell him we're proud of him. We tell him we're glad he's alive because we love him very much. So I'm very excited about Kilroy was here because that's his next uh, thing that he's doing. And that's great. Scroll down a little bit. You can see how big he got here. Ugh. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Shit, man. I feel that, though. I'll tell you what. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? His little dog is so cute. Shecky. What's his name? Shecky. Oh, I like him. I'm, so, I'm proud of Kevin Smith for this. Yeah. This is a very big transition. It's very difficult. For but sure. he did it, and that's great. And hopefully he can keep the weight off. And that's the thing. He'll fluctuate a little bit here and there, but... Got to keep it off. Got to keep it secret. Got to keep it safe. Um, what's this next one you put up there? This is coming from Mr. Yasman in the chat. Breaking news from Variety.com's Christopher Tapley. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has announced its newly planned popular Oscar category. Quote, merits further studying will not be present um, as the new category at the upcoming 91st Academy Awards. So they're that dishing it completely? Yeah. <sighs> Here's the deal. Yeah. I, I'm of two minds on this. We've talked about this a lot. Mm -hmm. They need to do something to make the Academy Awards more relevant to mainstream audiences. Correct. Otherwise, I mean, it is a business, and if people aren't going to watch it, they can't continue to do that show. Like, spoilers, this is not a state-funded, state-mandated <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. This is not like the government's like, we have to have an award ceremony for movies. So, so all the bougie-ass actors, directors, and producers can pat each other on the back and give each other fake trophies, yeah. which I desperately want. Um so they need to do something to keep this thing relevant. I've said, here again, here, here are my ways to keep it relevant. Cut it down to two hours. No more than two hours. Limit, uh, take all the boring ass categories out of it. Nobody gives a fuck about. That sucks though. I don't care. I don't care. That sucks. I don't care. I feel like if they're nominated, they should get as much recognition for the back end side of it than they should for the front end. I agree. Side. I don't care. That's why they have the stupid Academy Awards the night before that like Channing Tatum hosts, and they always go, hey, last night on the uh, the Boring Academy Awards that no one cares about, here are the people that won. It's like, best technical advances, deluxe, you know, uh, Technicolor, all the, and everyone's like, this is the real stuff. That, and all, it's all the people that actually do the hard work on set. That's why that I find it so That get to go to like the ballroom you, in the Hilton. I would have expected you to fight for that one. Listen, 
you know, if Shingles doesn't attack me again, we're going to do the Academy Awards stream. Is this going to, are get, we actually going to do it? Yes, we're going to get a bartender. We're going to okay. do craft cocktails. <gasps> okay. We're going to, whoever the, the we're going to, here's what, here's my pitch for you. Yeah. We all dress up. Uh -huh. I wear the suit, I wear prom because I'm lazy. I'm not going to buy another one. But I get to buy a new dress. I might buy a new, I might buy a new jacket. Um, we're going to do red carpet. We're going to uh -huh. interview everyone as they come in. Okay. It's going to be great. The craft cocktails are going to be themed. To the movies? To the movies and the actors. Oh. So we're gonna have the Ryan Gosling, if he's nominated again for, for First Man. Yeah. It's gonna be the Ryan Gosling. It'll be a blonde drink with some honey in it. Oh. Maybe like a, a tequila drink. Fashion? Because he's very subdued, he's got a little bite to it. You know what I mean? That's he's a tequila drink. Emma Stone, she gets nominated again for something, it's gonna be a strawberry flavored drink. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But here's the deal. This shit goes on for too long. And honestly, it's, it's, I get that people should be recognized, but nobody fucking cares about the costume person. Nobody cares. But they're cool. It is cool, and it's amazing. And yes, it's a collaborative medium, and you wouldn't have a great movie without them. <clears throat> Correct. But it's not exciting. It's I not know. exciting. I think, co I think costuming is one of the cooler ones <clears throat> out of the ones Fine. you would want to cut. Then, like, best short film. That doesn't need to be there, yeah. okay? Uh, best, like, the documentary category can be cool. It can be cool. But this is what I'm saying. Like, can't, but is it? Do you see what I'm saying? Here's the deal. Make it 30 minutes, best actor. And, here, and here's my other pitch for you. Take actor and actress out of it. Best actor, best supporting actor. Combine them all. That's so it's so men many and women. nominees. No, 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 no. You still only have six? Hmm. Because there's always like two or three movies that you're like, nobody fucking saw that movie. Oh, uh, Annette Bedding was so great in that indie where yeah, no one saw it. Doesn't matter. Take it out. Take it out. Then you take the popular because category. Just because nobody saw it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that her performance wasn't good. Exactly. Exactly, Joey. That's why you have, a, you have a bit of her, and then you have, you put Star Wars in there. Let it compete. Let it, let it compete. Why do you got to put it in its own category? Why can't start? Why can't, if The Last Jedi was that good, why can't you put it in the main? You see what I'm saying? I Take some of the popular movies, put them in there. Just put them in there. You don't need a popular category. Throw Logan in there. Why wasn't Logan nominated for Best Picture? I don't know. <laughs> it's dumb. It's because there's an unfair bias against nerds, and I'm fucking tired of it, right? Having said that, I want to take all the nerds that make costumes, put them in the other night. <laughs> put them in the other night. <laughs> hour, hour and a half, max. No. If you say no me. red carpet before, I'm no, going no, no, to No, no, no. The red you. carpet, that's fine. You, don't, you, don't, you can choose to engage in that or not. No that's musical so performances. Fun. Okay, uh, I don't need. I'm not against that. I don't need the modern interpretation of the fucking Shrek theme or whatever the hell. You know what I mean? Unless it was but a song that was- then you get Miguel was, singing Remember Me and that was awesome. Was it? Yeah. Who doesn't love Miguel? I'm just saying, they always do like, hey, and now Adele, Adele's gonna come out singing La La and Adele La is going is weird, to do a version of this Skyfall? song that nobody cares about. Oh. Well, the Skyfall song I didn't care about. But, but there's multiple instances where you're like, this is boring. And this I agree is stupid. With and why does that have to be? Like, a couple musical performances is fine. But they do one, they have to keep everything fair, so they do one for every song that's nominated. And it's like 10 songs. You're like, why are you doing this? I can, I can you agree with that. You know three of these songs aren't going to win. Like, yeah. you know they're not going to win. How about you do the, the top three songs that people actually think might win? Boom, done. Am I a hating-ass hater right now? I mean, kind of. I don't disagree with the musical performances. I think they're fun to kind of like change up, so it's not so. It, so there's some dynamic. I'm just saying they 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 here's the, to the thing. show. Yes, but then keep them high energy, right? Maybe one that's low, but the rest high energy. Keep the fucking thing moving. But then that's a weird thing of like, oh, you can only nominate high energy songs. For no, the you don't have to Awards. nominate high. I'm just saying let's just make the do the high energy songs. 
or do the ones that are like, I'm just saying like that the show, weirdly... you watch them and it just slinks along and it's long and it's boring and it's art. It's not fun anymore. Make it fun and stop casting Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, bring back Martin Short to host. Martin Short was great. Or Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal, yeah. Old school. So good though. Keep Alan out of it though. The pizza really? thing. I thought it was fun. We took that selfie, or oh, we took that and selfie, for the and love then we of took fucking the selfie God, Let's Play Live. Stop doing the thing where they get all the actors together and walk across the streets to the movie theater. We've done it. We've seen it. That was a funny thing once. Twice is ridiculous. Yeah. Stop doing it. I like the... Uh, Nobody, like, and that's a, they always cut these people like, who the fuck are these people? I just want to came to the same movie. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Chiwetel Ejiofor is there. That's great. Big fan. And then Can I like, watch this fucking movie? And bring in all of, like, the tourists through the thing. Bring back the musical numbers for the intros. Like Bring back Hugh Jackman. That's what I'm talking about. Remember when Hugh Jackman did it and he sang and danced? It was oh, great. so good. He was beautiful. Uh, you better do this Academy Awards party this we're year. We're going to do it. Okay. It's going to be super great. Joe? Yeah. Let's read some tips. Cool. Yeah. Give me the tip graphic. Give me your fucking money! <laughs> God, I love that so much. <laughs> that is so my good. everything. That is my everything. You I heard you a- say that so much on the RT podcast. In regards to cereal, <laughs> I hate that you've you've gone full circle of the Nickness, where you hate something so much that you then it just becomes a part of you. Yeah, well, everything you you have to start with hate because yeah. it's the strongest emotion, right? Yeah. If the if the prequels told us nothing, it's that fear leads to hate. Mm-hmm. Hate leads to something else, and then that thing leads to suffering. Mm-hmm. If hate leads to anger, anger leads to suffering, or whatever. Which, by the way, it was hilarious because I was watching a review on that, and they were like, "That's all of those that's can be a, interchanged. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that doesn't order. necessarily need to be." I was, I was like, "That's a good point. Those those all could be, you know, like hate could lead to anger, uh, anger could lead to fear. Doesn't matter." Um, as you know, I make my own rules, Joe. Oh, I'm aware. We're gonna go get art, and then we're gonna grab lunch, and I'll describe all that. Before we do that, of course, Cozy Bear Live is giving us six dollars. Said, "Hey guys, I'm tipping to let you know that I just posted a document in the Kind of Funny Reddit of all the places and things that I recommend Tim and others of the Kind of Funny best friends can check out when they visit Tokyo as uh, someone that lived there for six months. That's awesome. I will let Tim know, and I'm sure he will read into that. He loves that stuff. Uh, Montezuma said, "Okay, for reals this time, I'm sending." A short 15-second video just to get some laughs. Hopefully, the Kevinator will let it pass. Well, you're welcome because it's Cool Greg today. It's the Cool Greg effect today. And uh, I think I've seen this, actually. Uh, it looks good already. Let's watch it. I don't know how I feel about this uh, title. I think oh, I... I, I, think I oh, it doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. They're not going to get us on Twitch. Grab his dick and twist it! Oh, my God, dude. This is an MMA fight, dude. You much- twist that dick! Twist his dick! Twist First That was better than I was expecting. That's an illegal move in MMA. You're not allowed to do that. Panzer G2 said, I'd like to com- uh, contribute to the Aqua Teen Hunger Force watch along, aka Joey's proper education. Uh, he gave us $5 for that. If they make that many more 80s song lyric references, I'm in. There's a lot of them. Okay. There's a lot of them. There's so many. The Hand Banana episode is. The most inappropriately funny thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Which is, I feel like, quite a title to give something. It is. The Nick Scarpino inappropriate stamp of approval. Shockingly, like, wow, I can't believe this whole episode is about this. And I can't believe how hard I'm laughing about it. There are multiple times in my life that I think to myself, does this make me a bad person? Does it make me a bad person? Um... 
And I just don't know. And I just stop thinking about it because I am everything to myself. I do it out of love. Someone in the chat was like, oh, that thing is pure fire. And I'm like, hmm. What's the next thing? Is that going to be the next thing I make fun of? And then adopt. I'm kind of surprised you haven't made fun of it already. Oh, fire? Yeah. Somebody said it was flames. They were like, this is pure flames. And I'm like, no. They said flames or they used the fire emoji? People, someone in the chat said it was flames. I think, I think pure I flames. I that one. Well, now you have. Wow. I just thought they used the fire emoji and you just said flames. What are people saying? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Someone's, someone's reacting very, oh, dick twist. That's what it is. Okay. People are saying that. It was me, said the Junior Ninja. I said flames. Yeah. And he said the Skyfall song was pure flames, I said. Oh, yeah. Skyfall song is so good. Skyfall song was good. Now, again, eating my words on the Adele thing. If Adele wants to perform anything, you let her perform. You're eating your but words on A, musical performances, B, not fast-paced of a song, <laughs> and C. Mm. So in the, in the pantheon of, like, how Nick would fix the Academy Awards, yeah. it's make the show shorter, mm-hmm. cut out all the bullshit awards that no one cares about, let's be honest, uh, make the category smaller, combine actor and actresses, it's about time, mm-hmm. okay? Let Meryl Streep go against Ryan Gosling, let him fucking literally fist fight, I don't care, I wanna watch that. Mm-hmm. Cut all the musical performances except for the ones that I personally wanna see. And that, everything is superseded That's by- That's the big caveat. Here's the deal. That's the commonality between everything except for the actor and actress. Exactly, thing. and if Ryan Gosling is a part of anything, Ryan Gosling and Adele supersede all of these rules. Okay. So in the if-then statement- I feel statement, like I need a flowchart for this. It goes, if Adele, then, let her do whatever she wants. Oh, if then statements. Exactly. If mm-hmm. if Ryan Gosling then let him do whatever he wants. If Ryan Gosling wants to get up there and sing a fucking song from La La Land ten years from now. Let him sing it for the anniversary. The twelve. Adele wants to get up and be like, "Hey, I'm Adele. I'm gonna sing Old MacDonald How to Farm." Could let they her do sing a duet? It. No, I think she would smoke Ryan Gosling. He can't sing very good. I know. But it was also weird that they had John Legend sing all the La La Land stuff because it's not really in his register or it sounded weird as no, far as I remember. It's because Ryan Gosling can't sing. But John Legend's so good. Yeah, well, he's awesome. That's why they were like, who should but we get to made sing it, this? He made it sound weird, but maybe it's because I've just been used to Ryan Gosling's weird singing. Yeah, he's not a good singer, but it works for that. They made it work for that. Yeah. Emma Stone, on the other hand. She can sing. Pretty good singer. Emma Watson, not a good singer. You Never see Beauty saw, and the Beast? No. Holy shit, it's bad. I her like, songs are bad. The movie, not that bad. Really? I and like you know, to I give it to her because they auto tuned a lot of her shit. It was weird. Mm. I saw Cinderella, which I didn't hate. Do you know they're making a Lady in the Tramp movie? Yeah, which I don't really understand. How are they going to do that? I don't know. You going to get real dogs running around? Uh, maybe. Maybe they'll do it with street people. They'll just come to San Francisco and film some street people. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> DH Canada says La La Land, blah, blah, bland. You are banned, sir. You will Sir. not speak. This is, listen, we are a very open household here. You are allowed to say whatever you want and speak your mind, and I respect your opinion. Even if I disagree with you, I respect your opinion. But if you fucking speak badly about La La Land in my presence, you are banned for life. Cool, great. Ban him for at least five minutes. It's what, right. So the Ryan Gosling. You just got timed out, sir. That. Timed the, out. The Ryan Gosling superseding all rules is just like a life thing. It's not just an Academy Awards thing. Congra- yes. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Joe, we're done with tips. Can you read P.S. I Love This Best Friend? I would time? love to read P.S. I Love This Best Friend as I scroll to find it on this here sheet. There you go. Um, P.S. I Love This Best Friend. If you see something, someone doing something cool in the community, you can nominate them to get a shout out on this very show. It's very exciting. Uh, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash best friend just like 
Aaron Mullen did to shout out Aaron Mullen. <laughs> Aaron said, since Joey said yesterday that no one was shouting anyone out, I'm shouting out myself. I'm a silent lurker, therefore I ain't mean to no one. So that must be good for something. Also, I think I'm pretty cool for a white guy. Shout out to Aaron Mullen. I kind of appreciate people that shout themselves out, kind of like Tim Gettys. Like, sometimes it's okay to be like, I deserve recognition. I did something cool. No, that's the most ego. That's not, that's like the least cool thing to do. Okay. Uh, Sometimes you can be proud of being. That's the most egomaniacal thing you could possibly do. The real way to do it is to tell people on your morning show to shout you out. Mm -hmm. That's how you're supposed to do it. Everyone. Give a shout out to at Nick underscore Scarpino for holding it down every day, Monday through Friday, here on The Morning Please Show. Please don't do that. Tweet at Tim Gettys and let him know how cool at Nick Scarpino is. You should do that. You should absolutely you do should that. Totally See, do that. that's fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They're telling awesome. me in the chat that Burt Reynolds died. It's freaking me the fuck Wait, out. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Cool, Greg. I'm going to copy this over. We're going to talk about this real quick. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That's crazy. Great. Yeah. Well, he was 82 years old. Here you go to the bottom, it's underneath the Academy Awards thing. Okay, that's funny. I picked up my phone about to say, I feel like this is something my mom would have texted me about three minutes ago. My mom, who's maybe potentially watching the show right now, says, Burt Reynolds, dead, Boogie Nights actor. Uh, Mrs. Takagami, if you're watching the show right now, um, it's sad news that Burt Reynolds is dead. I'm I'm saddened by that as well. Uh, As a segue, if you'll allow me to, though, Joey said that I could come over at some point, you'll cook us dinner. That's true. I did say that. Just putting that out there before I forget. I know it's uncouth because uh, BR just died, but be real it could cool. be like a celebratory, here's like a I celebrating want, life. Here's what I want to do. You know. Here's what I want to do. Yeah. As I get older and closer to death, I get more nostalgic for my youth. What I want to do is have a movie night at the Takagami House. My, do you know what my parents do this every month? That's mom, what I'd like to do. My parents have a movie club and they like watch old movies with their friends. I would like to go cute. and watch and just we order pizza or your mom cooks for us and I want to be my like dad a kid barbecues. again. Barbecues. And I want people to feed me, and I want people to be like, okay, it's time for bed. And I go, no, I want to stay up and we watch one more movie. And then they go, Nick, you got to leave. You don't, you don't live here. <laughs> you okay. literally, like, we did, we're not expecting you to sleep over. This is weird and, and inappropriate. Watch okay. Zorro. Ooh, Zorro was a good movie. You're talking about Zorro with Antonio Banderas yeah. and Anthony Hopkins? Great film. Uh, this story is from Hollywood Reporter. Burt Reynolds, movie star who played uh, a lot of great movies, is dead at the age of 82. How did he die? Smoking the Bandit, man. Dude, Smoking the Bandit. Boogie Nights, fantastic. I don't think I ever saw Boogie Oh, it's so good. Uh, let's see. How did he die, say? though? How did he die? How did he die? While you're doing that, we're going we're gonna to go into the giveaway because we're getting real long here. Uh, while you look for those details, please do that. Oh, I, I just will... texted my mom. Oh, your mom. Well, just call your mom real quick. We'll figure it out. Uh, today's giveaway, of course, is brought to you by Frank's Red Hot. Uh, shout out to Frank's Red Hot for sponsoring the Kind of Funny Morning Show this week. Go check out Instagram.com slash GameOverGreggy for some of that cooking with Greggy magic to see his spicy corn and buffalo blue burger recipes using this in my hand. That's right. Frank's Red Hot. We swear by this stuff. We always have a bottle in the office. We love it very much. Mm-hmm. Our second sponsor today is RX Bar. Thankfully, there's some left because people have been eating them all. I feel like that's the biggest endorsement is that the the amount. The powers that be in this yeah, office just keep like whittling them down. I'll be honest with you. I'm hungry right now. I might eat one of those peanut butter ones. <laughs> I had breakfast this morning. I'm like, oh, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't cut the muster, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, RX Bar is, is a protein bar made with 100% whole ingredients and no BS. No bad stuff like added sugar, artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. Uh, they're made with a few simple, clean ingredients where every ingredient serves a purpose, like egg whites for protein, dates to bind, nuts 
for texture and other delicious ingredients like unsweetened chocolate, real fruit, and spices like sea salt or cinnamon. Mm. Uh, RX bars are gluten-free, soy-free, and dairy-free. No added sugar, no artificial covers, artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. Uh, this is real food, real ingredients that actually uh, taste pretty good. And you can actually taste the cacao, the real cacao. fruit. Cacao. Mm-hmm. Why do I say that wrong? I don't know. And the spices like sea salt. Uh, let's see right now. Uh, RX butter has uh, has an R, uh, excuse me RX bar now has RX nut butter, which contains a few simple and similar ingredients like egg whites, fruits, and nuts. Each single serving packet is squeezable and spreadable, and contains delicious creamy nut butter with nine grams of high quality protein. Uh, pairs great with fruit, rice cakes, pretzels, or you should eat it by itself right out of the pouch, which I probably will because I like nut butter. Uh, I've had these before. I like them a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I like anything that's got that much protein in it. Fan, freaking tastic. If you need something on the go, you're like, I don't have breakfast, throw this in your bag, you got it right there. Uh, right now, get 25% off your first order at rxbar.com slash kinda funny and use the promo code kinda funny at checkout. That's rxbar.com slash kinda funny with the promo code kinda funny uh, at checkout. Congratulations to our giveaway winners from kinda funny Patreon. Leo Manishalski has won Fate Extilia, the Umbral Star, and Porfiro Porus. And the Cotton Funny Patreon as well has won 1979 Revolution Black Friday on PS4. Thank you guys so much for uh, for supporting the show. Of course, if you're watching this live with us, uh, we're going to go into the chat right now and talk to you all for a little bit. And then we're going to go to the subs uh, in sub-only mode. Uh, if you guys want to subscribe to our channel, please use your Amazon Prime. You get one free Twitch Prime subscription. Mine's coming up. Uh, we're out of time to do it today, but I'll probably do it tomorrow Perfect. on the show. I've got uh, a new person that I'm going to subscribe to. It's quick, it's easy, it's painless, and it's free. And it really does help. So if you guys want to do that right now, we'll take a second. I love it. Burt Reynolds, yeah. breaking news for my mother. Not Died dead. of cardiac arrest. Uh, had a heart attack. Yes. And then she uh, she's apparently watching. She said, movie night, barbecue, top golf, which Andy wants to do, and shooting range, which Kevin wants to do. Oh, what is top golf? Um, it's like a like multi-level golf? story uh, like golfing range, but it's like cool. Okay. Uh, and there's like, you can play different games, and they have like a full bar, and there's this is music. At the Takagami house? Uh, it's like right around the corner from my parents' I house. I love this. Here's my thing, though. Uh-huh. I, this sounds like a lot of effort, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put your mom it's out. It's not. What I'm effort. saying is, we come over, I'll order pizza. But my, see, here's the thing. My parents like having lots of people over, and my dad likes to barbecue for I everyone. get it, but I think you're missing the point that at some <clears> point we will order pizza after yeah. we eat the barbecue. We will all get in our jammies. Mm-hmm. We will get, I want the old school, like, mom's got to go deep into the closet and find the Star Wars blanket, the quilted blanket. Yeah. We all make the, the blanket. The My Little Pony you know the, sleeping yeah, bag. You know, we, and we do the sleeping bag floor mm-hmm. thing where everyone's That's there. Totally and we just doable. watch Goonies and we watch Gremlins. Mm-hmm. And we watch all the things from my childhood before my life got spoiled by old age. Yeah, we can totally do that. Let's go into the chat, Joe. I'm excited. Okay. Let's go into the chat. Nick, G.I. Joe Retaliation, do you think they all took the total destruction of London really lightly? It gets blown up, and then uh, they win and congratulate themselves. Nothing about G.I. Joe Retaliation makes any sense. Trying to figure out what's going on in that movie is, is a useless pursuit. Wolf Smalls, favorite Burt Reynolds film, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, that's a good film. <laughs> uh, I really love Boogie Nights. Really? It's a really good movie. Everyone said that it's really good, and I feel like I should watch it, but it's just one of those ones that I've never gotten to. I think you'll like it. I mean, it's messed up. It's yeah. a it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, so it's like mm. really intense at parts. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. I mean, it was really well done, and Burt Reynolds is great in it. Was I mean, Burt Reynolds in Deliverance too? He was in Deliverance. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever Talk seen about, Deliverance. Like, fucked up. Yeah, that's a messed up movie. <laughs> Uh, I have ever seen the whole thing. Oh, I got to give a shout out to my favorite Burt Reynolds movie. Of course, how did I forget this? The 1981 classic, The Cannonball Run. 
Have you ever seen oh, it? Uh, is that the one that? Like, they're no, remaking, it's they're Mad Mad to World it. that's Rat Race was. Yeah. No, the Cannonball run is actually based on a real race called the Cannonball. Yeah. And it was actually a real illegal race that is happened. Is it cross country? Uh, or is I, it in well, England? You know, this is cross country, yes. Okay. So I forget where they raced from, but I think it's, I don't, it's not coast to coast. I think they start, let's see, the team gathered in Connecticut to start a cross country race. Uh, one at a time teams drive up to start a point, punch a time card. Uh, and then they have to take off, and then I think it ended, I think the first one ends in, like, Long Beach or something like Ending that. Ending in California, yeah. yeah. Connecticut to California. Kind of, yeah, there you go. Uh, based on a true, true story, which is hilarious, which was I did not like know. just, like, a group of friends that, like, wanted to race? Look up the, uh, look up real life. There had life. to be money involved, right? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know, actually. I just remember reading that it was... Let's see. Uh, no, Google Cannibal Run a, Real Race. The film is based on 1979 running of an actual cross-country outlaw right road there. race. Outlaw road race. Click on that one that says, uh, second, second sentence all the way to the right. It says the film is based on a 1979 run, yeah. running of an it's actual, up. right up. Right there. Nope. That yeah, one. right there. Boom. Cannibal Baker Sea to Shining Sea Memorial Trophy Dash. The Cannonball Baker Sea to Shining Sea Memorial Trophy Dash, widely known as the Cannonball Baker or Cannonball Run, was an unofficial, unsanctioned automobile race Five uh, run five times in the 1970s from New York City uh, and Darien, Connecticut, to the U.S. Atlantic coast uh, on the U.S. Atlantic coast, excuse me, to Portofino Inn in Redondo Beach, California. Of course, it's the Portofino Inn. That just sounds like the perfect place to right, end it. Exactly. I've never been to the Portofino, but I guess it's great. Um, so yeah, they made a movie out of this. And what I love most about this movie is that it's just pure shenanigans. It's mm-hmm. just silly. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not. There's like not really a lot of character development at one point. But it's just fun. It's just so fun, and it's got Dom DeLuise in it, and, Do- and the Dom DeLuise Burt Reynolds connection is genius. Do they accidentally kidnap someone? Yes. Is it Farrah Fawcett, and is that storyline kind of inappropriate? Sure, but you know, she gets into the race eventually. Other A than product that, it's of its time. But I'll tell you one thing. Here's why I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Two characters in this movie. Yeah. That are. We got obviously Burt Reynolds and Dom yeah. DeLuise, who are phenomenal. They were friends, they have great chemistry. But we also have Dean Martin and Sammy oh. Davis Jr., who now here's the deal in order to not get caught, you have to figure out how to. You, I mean, you're literally going on an illegal race, so if the mm-hmm. cops pull you over, you have to figure out how to get, how to get out, out of it. it. Yeah. They dress up like priests, mm-hmm. but they're driving a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> so every time they get pulled over, like, oh, I'm sorry, Father. They're like, oh, yeah, this was a donation. We're driving it. But yeah. So good. And then very, actually. Very funny. As a spoiler, uh, at the end, uh, the two... It's kind of a spoiler if it's like a 40-year-old movie. Well, people haven't seen this. I love the way it ends because I think, yeah, they lose at the end. Mm. And the two women who are driving the uh, the Lamborghini win. And their whole shtick is they're just like, every cop that pulls them over, they just like, they're obviously hot women. Yeah. They just get out of it. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God, it's so good. Sorry, Miss Takagami. I didn't mean to, uh, to say the F word. I apologize. All right, let's oh, talk to the chat for a few minutes. And then we'll go. Nick, how about Smoking the Bandit? I never got into Smoking the Bandit. Really? I know, I know it's a better movie. Oh, it's so good. But I was always like, this is a cheap knockoff of Cannonball Run. So why would I watch it? Is it? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. What's worse, shouting yourself out or liking your own tweets uh, your and own Facebook tweets. posts? Oh, I do both. I tag myself in Instagram posts, too, just so people know that I am the one in the picture. I do whatever. I do whatever the hell I want. Ignacio Rojas says, Nick. I see you, Ignacio Rojas, and I appreciate you. For someone who said that you were taking two weeks off, you can't watch it, you're in the chat a lot. I'm just saying, I'm pointing out some inconsistencies in your story. He's like, I can't watch the next two weeks. When does that start? 
because you've been saying it for the last three days. Mm. I'm not saying that I don't want you to be a part of the show, but I'm also saying, like, don't lie, bro. You ain't got a lot to be to kick it. You know what I mean? Cool, Greg? Yeah. You don't got a lot to kick it. Deadhead Jerry says the Pornhub Awards are tonight. You gonna host? Am I hosting the Pornhub Awards? That's what he asked. No. That's my question. Are you gonna I host? could. Do you care about it? No. But I'm capable I of anything. I have no idea that there were. If I did, I'd be the best host they ever had. Sad that they didn't invite me. Sad. I'm doing that now. I'll do it. I want to read that new book, by the way. What Bob book? Woodward book about Trump called called Fear. Oh, it just came out. Oh, Bob okay. Woodward, Woodward and Bernstein did a Wildgate yeah, yeah. thing. He wrote a book based on a lot of like first first party accounts of what's happening in the White House, and mm-hmm. it's just pandemonium. It I have looks a, great. There's another. There's a book that I was reading when we were in Austin. That's uh, about Katie Turr, who was on. She got put on his campaign trail and, like, that whole process. Super interesting. Because she was just, like, a reporter that was assigned and seeing all the madness start from there. Oh, I can't wait. To uh, the election day. I can't wait. Super interesting. Yeah, I want to read all this stuff. Uh, Let's see who... We're in sub-only mode, by the way. Someone's saying, (gasps) did you see that uh, the the James Cameron... (laughs) Wasted bandwidth said, Nick, have you heard about the James Cameron Spider-Man script? It is wild. No. Link me to an article on that or let me know where it is. Lexi Gunner said, there's a Gary Busey book out now called Buseyisms. Oh, my god! That's awesome. I can only imagine what reading that is like. Luckily, uh, our show is pretty much over. But, yes, ladies and gentlemen, what you're hearing is, in fact, a jackhammer outside. So can't wait for that to be happening all throughout Kind of Funny Games Daily. That'll be so fun. It's going to be great. That'll be so fun. Uh, Best Bond Just Google song. it, dogs. Is wasted bandwidth. But I don't have that kind of time. But I will Google it. Hey, Nick. Yeah. I'm going. Are we using this sub only one? Sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Best Bond song. I like the Die Another Day Madonna song too. Oh, I mean, there's too many to pick from. So catchy. I will say Skyfall's pretty much up there. Skyfall's so good. But I also do like the Chris Cornell. I like a lot of the Bond songs. I like the Casino Royale theme, yeah. I don't remember that one. Brown, 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 brown. They all sound exactly the same. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show today. It's 1210. We got to wrap this bad boy up. I got to go get some art and some uh, some lunch. Uh, Joe, thanks for joining me. I think you're thanks. back on the show tomorrow, yeah? Or is Am it I? Andy? It's probably I don't Andy. Know. Uh, that's a good question. I'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. PT, of course. We'll round the weekend out on Friday, and then I'll go to sleep on Saturday, and that'll be fun. If you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> of course, let us. Please feel free to, to, to put a comment in the comment below uh, for any of the stories that we talked about. Or just let us know what your favorite Burt Reynolds movie is. Mine is Cannonball Run. I challenge you to find something better. Everyone, I love you very much. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Cool, Greg. Please cut the feed. Bye, Mrs. Takagami. <laughs>